Welcome to Witches Being Witches. Spiritual besties chatting all things stars, skin, science, sex, and self-love. I'm Tara, Ayurvedic consultant, cosmic witch, and Vedic astrologer. And I'm Emily, qualified naturopath, holistic skin witch, and founder of natural skin and lifestyle brand, The Purist Collection. Witches Being Witches is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her power, dares to take up space, and expresses herself fully. A witch is a woman who embraces nature, its cycles, and knows that she is magic. Welcome, Welcome fellow witch. witch. We are so happy you are here. Welcome. Welcome, fellow witch. We are so excited. Welcome to episode zero. So we want to do this episode so you can really get an understanding of who we are and why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. And what we're all about, really, and to welcome you to our little podcast coven. Yes, coven. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we begin? I think we begin at the very beginning and explain why our podcast is called Witches Being Witches, because I think a lot of people have a negative connotation and association with the word witch, and that using that word can sometimes be quite offensive. Definitely. And I think it was a bit risky for us to even use that term. Yeah. Well, really, the words witches being witches, that name came from your husband kind of taking the mickey out of us a little bit, really. Yeah. When we had a photo together with um, some herbs and things that we were making. But we actually loved it and we've run with it. Yeah. And I feel it's been a, a journey to reclaim this word and I find it really empowering now so yeah and that's what we want to do we want to be able to help people to understand what a witch truly is historically and emotionally and spiritually and to yeah empower and welcome our fellow witches into this modern world and this new world of of being a witch Yeah, so really changing the connotations of the word and the the inspiration for us and this podcast was really around the book Witch by Lisa Lister, who really embodies that, the witch in a different way. And is totally redefining the word witch. And we really resonated with a lot of her definitions of of who a witch is so I guess we start off by telling you guys what Lisa and what we believe a witch woman is and how how someone is a witch yeah so a witch is a unapologetic woman she's self-sourced she alchemizes experiences and emotions. She creates and she manifests. She's wild and she is a reflection of nature. And she's connected to the earth and to her cycle and the lunar cycle and all of the cycles of nature too. And she's also in touch with the dark, so that polarity of the light and dark, and she's not afraid of it. Yep, I love that. And ultimately a witch is a woman who is fully in her power and unashamed. Yeah, so I just love the power behind that word and that's why we're so excited to, yeah, have this as reclaiming the word. 
Absolutely. Yeah. We want you to feel like an empowered witchy woman because that's cool. Yes, because you are magic. Exactly. (laughs) And bringing that magic. Totally. So, So with that, there is different types of witches. And so I am a self-proclaimed cosmic witch. So a cosmic witch is really a witch that incorporates astrology and astronomy and really follows the alignment of the planets. And I really coordinate my rituals based on the planets and the moon. So you are 100% a cosmic (laughs) witch and I love it. And on the other hand, I'm a green witch, which I also love, and I'm very proudly a green witch. Um, So a green witch is really embracing the medicine of um, Mother Earth. And as a naturopath and a herbal medicine practitioner, that's totally me. I harness um, nature and herbs and plants and flowers and the energetic medicine of all of those um, to create tinctures for my clients and for myself and and even in my skincare um and yeah really creating medicine from nature yeah that is definitely you and so if you don't know what which type you are um have an exploration and and let Mm. us know yeah we're really excited to hear what which type everyone is and which witches we are welcoming (laughs) into our coven um And actually, I've got a little cool story for you. I think you know this about me, Tara, but um, a very long time ago, I actually went to see an energetic healer and she was using lots and lots of, I guess, different modalities of energy healing and some of that was, you know, past life regression, et cetera. And she actually told me that my ancestors and the women who have gone before me spiritually, energetically, um, were all pursuing natural medicine and nature as medicine. And they were all persecuted and many of them were burnt at the stake because they were believed to be witches when witches really had that extreme negative connotation and that real fear associated with them. Um, And I remember this energy healer telling me, Emily, like all of these women are here in this room with you and they are so proud and so excited that you are going to be the one to graduate from your naturopathy degree and finally to be able to be recognised and appreciated and celebrated for using nature's medicine, which I think is so cool. That is so powerful. I love that. Yeah. I really felt that. So I feel like they're here with us. Yes. (laughs) And even our friendship, uh, Emily, is, you know, we're expanders of what you know, what a female relationship can be. I mean, during those times, a lot of uh, women turned on each other and under the circumstances. And I feel like there is a the deep wound in that, mm. um, that sisterhood. And absolutely. Yeah. So I really want this to, yeah, be an expander for female relationships. And totally. I love that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Should we tell everyone a little bit about our friendship and about us more intimately? Yeah. So how long have we known each other for? Um, It's 11 years this year. That's right. 2021, 11 years of friendship, which is so cool. Such an honour. Yes. And 
Can you remember the first day that we actually met? I can remember, I think we first connected via an email. It was when we were both at Polytechnic West. We were both studying fashion Mm. and I was styling at the time and I had put up a little poster on the display board at the college. Yes. And I was looking for emerging designers because I was in my first year of the certification and I think you were just about to finish And I was looking for emerging designers to work with because I was always needing fashion and, and, um, you know, garments to use in my styling projects. And I was reaching out and you were one of the designers who got in touch. And I think that we met up for a tea. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that and just instantly um, connected. Yeah. And, yeah, you were modelling at the time as well. And yes. <laughs> like this is very vintage. We're going back away here, guys. <laughs> yeah, and you were just uh super creative and yeah. just your your energy was really magnetic and and you yeah. were really creative too. Like your designs were so unique and so beautiful and so um talentedly crafted. And what I always really loved about your work as well was the way that you were weaving, um, I guess, nature really into fashion because you were so passionate and always have been about sustainability and particularly in fashion, which is a world where really sustainability and fashion generally don't go hand in hand unless you're really trying. And you, I think, were one of those women who was really kind of um, paving the way forwards for others in fashion and kind of building that awareness, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and the same with you. You were helping these fashion designers, emerging fashion designers, really get their craft out there. Uh, so, yeah, it was incredible. And after, yeah, after meeting, mm-hmm. we just formed this friendship and I can actually remember I think um we finished up hanging out um I was still living at home at the time like I was quite young I must have been 18 and I remember my mum I'd actually had all these missed calls from my mum because we had been together for so long that it was like 11 something at night and everyone was wondering where I had been (laughs) And we had just been chatting for ages. I think we would go in these time warps. Like our friendship was very different. We just were like on a soul level. Yeah. Definitely had incarnations together before because it was like this sister bond. And I still feel that today, even, you know, throughout the 11 years, um, you know, a lot has changed in our life and you have really been that anchor point for for all those uh, points. And it doesn't matter how long we'd go with, without seeing each other. Yeah. It was exactly the same. And I have to say, I've never experienced this uh, type of friendship before. So, yeah, it was really special. And so rare. Yeah, very, yeah. very rare. And the, the thing that I love so much about you is that there was never any competition. Mm. You're probably one of the, the first women that I met that really broke that notion of you know, women are going to um, compete with you or can't mm. be, 
you know, celebrate you and you always did that and I saw you doing that to everyone else around you and it was really inspiring. And I think that is changing now but Mm. way back then it was (laughs) in that when I was that age. um, And especially I think in our industry mm. and then also both of us working in corporate at the same time. Yes. And, yeah, I think getting those kind of mixed messages and definitely a lot of – competition and yeah feeling that need to hold cards close to your chest whereas I think with each other yeah it was really at the time like the first friendships that either of us had really had where we could show each other our cards and be really open and vulnerable with each other and I think that's probably why our friendship has you know stood the test of time because we could always be open with one another. Yeah and the, the, the turning point for me was when I found out that my mum was diagnosed with bowel cancer, uh, you were one of the first people that I spoke to and I remember the next day you had put a Louise Hay, you can heal yes. your life. I forgot about this. I think you just lent it to me, but I still I have I it. Have, I think I might have dropped it off at your door or something. Yeah, yeah, you did. You put it in my letterbox. Yes, I did. And, yeah, just just that um, was was all I needed. Like I didn't need to, mm. to see anyone or anything. Like I just needed time to process. But that really, that book was a, a significant turning point in my life as well. Yeah. So there's all these um, these anchor points and, yeah, so I'm very thankful for, for our friendship. Well, ditto. And <laughs> talking of feeling like we're connected on that much deeper level, what you were going through, I was going through at the same time and it's really weird how our journeys have really been We've been separate and there have been times where we haven't hung out or talked as much, but that hasn't really mattered because we always seem to be on this path together. Like we're running concurrent journeys almost. Yeah. Like we both kind of left fashion at the same time. Both of our mums fell sick at the same time with the same cancer. Yeah. And we started to, I think, I I think definitely for me, that was when I really realised that actually what I wanted to do in the fashion world was never really going to help me serve my purpose. And I'd always been really interested in natural health. And that was when I decided to really take the plunge. And I was literally set to move to Sydney. Mm. Um, I was offered a, a place at FBI, the fashion college there. And I remember it really feeling very forced needing to get there. And actually looking back on it now, I've never really thought about this before, but I had problems where like my flight was being cancelled and like um, flights were being changed and I look back now and I'm like, oh, that's why I think the universe really didn't want me to go down that path and finally I listened and I realised and I took up my degree in naturopathy instead and at the same time you were kind of on this journey of natural health and healing and I can always remember you telling me about different teas that I should be drinking. I think you got me onto like matcha and um, everything. And you've always been like the trendsetter, like before matcha was cool, you were ramming matcha down my throat. Like (laughs) you've always been such a groundbreaker in that way. And you're always such a great researcher. Yeah. And same with you, your love for natural skincare. I remember one day we were driving out to go horse riding and 
you were just telling me about all the chemicals and this is way back. I think you yeah. even had the concept of, you know, creating your amazing skincare range now, but that was something that was deep on your heart. And this is what we talked about uh, for fun, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then that's when I was studying Ayurveda. Mm. So there's so there's so much overlap between our, yes. these healing modalities. Yeah, and it's just really interesting that we we both went down at the same at the same time, yeah. the same path, both you know starting out in really that fashion creative space. Yeah, and then our lives completely redirecting, mm. and yeah, I'm I'm so like thankful as well because at the time like I was a lot younger and my friends were just really into uh, boys and, and partying. Yeah. And, <laughs> and here we are talking about chemicals and skincare and yeah. herbs. <laughs> yeah, and how we could, you know, naturally heal and, yeah. you know, thinking about uh, our mums and, and what yeah. we could do for them. And it kind of really got rid of all that noise and yeah. really focused us. And I think that made uh, our friendship even closer because Absolutely. we were the only ones that could really understand totally. what we were processing and you know seeing your um your mother in so much pain and mm. going through all the um the different you know testing and yeah. treatments and yeah it was very sobering and yeah. I think that really pushed us both yeah hard hardcore into like yeah. the health healing we just were so ready for for the answers and and I think especially I don't know if your mum was the same but mum's um, bowel cancer was genetic mm. and so there was this kind of um I remember being told by the doctor and and mum had you know been told to tell my sister and I that potentially this is something that we will have to can be concerned about in the future and therefore we we're going to need to always be tested and I remember thinking yeah okay like I'm down for the regular testing and the early identification, but I don't want to just kind of sit around and wait mm. to see if this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that is such a disempowering thought, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So disempowering. Yeah. And then I think that pushes you, you know, one way or the other and yours mm. was really, okay, I'm going to change this mm. trajectory and this narrative yeah. and do and do something about it. Absolutely. And I didn't just want that for myself, but I wanted it for all of the people that I love and care about, but for the world generally too, like being able to spread that message. Yeah. 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 This it's really powerful. So that's why, that's where our passion comes from. Uh, unfortunately, my mum uh, passed away uh, five years ago now, and this was really before I studied Ayurveda this is before I even knew about Mm. Ayurveda and it was actually just after she passed that I was reading a energy healing book and it kept referencing Ayurveda Mm. and I was just so drawn to the term and I needed to know more and it was the only healing modality that I'd come across that really could explain the the body mind soul connection yeah because before this i really thought if you ate healthy yeah. and you exercised yeah. then 
that was it. That's all the boxes that you needed to tick. And my mom was the most healthiest person from that Mm. standard. Like I never saw her eat a takeaway, never had alcohol. Mm. And, you know, she was so into her fitness and I couldn't understand how she could develop that if she was ticking those boxes, what we consider to be healthy. And then I started to uncover that the emotions play such a role in our healing, in our immunity. Absolutely. And yeah, that's when I I just, I was craving those answers. Like I didn't understand and going headfirst into Ayurveda Mm. really allowed me to to get those answers mm. and I know naturopathy is is the same you know working on those emotions yeah and yeah you know addressing it on all levels yeah really looking at that person holistically and for those of you who don't know the difference between naturopathy and Ayurveda I mean they're both really similar naturopathy is more of a western style and then obviously Ayurveda eastern ancient Indian um so we we think about things, and it's so interesting when we talk about this, and in future episodes we'll kind of delve into topics in a little bit more detail and kind of take you down both perspectives, I suppose. But um, it's interesting how much overlap there is. And, yeah, really I think that comes from the fact that we do look at things really holistically and going back in time and in our friendship, I think that's something that we always naturally did anyway. So we can, I can definitely see how we were both drawn into what we're now doing. Yeah, I think there's so much power in both of the modalities and mer- like merging them together yeah. because I learned so much from you and like your perspective. Vice versa. And so, yeah, like just having having both to um, yeah draw from mm-hmm. has been yeah incredibly nourishing. Absolutely, and yeah, we're so excited. We've got so many topics lined up to talk to you guys about, and it's so exciting. Yes. Because really, I was talking to someone the other day about the fact, you know, they were asking why we decided to start a podcast. And I said, well, Tara and I honestly have the most in-depth, really deep conversations on an extremely regular basis. And we figured, why not record this? (laughs) Yeah, really. uh, These topics that we really want to take like the stigma out of or just expanding um yeah yeah like, and again really empowering important. yeah women as well and and anyone listening really yeah being able to to feel empowered and take your health and your mindset and your energy and everything into your own hands um I don't really feel like there's any reason why we shouldn't be able to do that why we're not worthy enough to be able to do that so yeah it's going to be exciting to delve deep into some really good chats and conversations and get some guests on as well um, which we're so excited about got some incredible guests lined up so watch this space (laughs) (laughs) so Tara obviously as well as Ayurveda astrology is a massive part of what you do and again going back to your journey with your mum I remember you telling me that story about that book that you found on Vedic astrology that your mum had in her bookshelf? Yes. So my my mum was such an incredible reader and she was way, way, way ahead of the curve. Like she, like the readers that, you know, the authors that she was into. Can definitely see where you get it from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was definitely a researcher. 
And when I started going down into astrology, this Vedic astrology, I sort of had some stigmas around it. Like I was always interested in it, but I was brought up in a very religious cult-like and that was a big taboo subject. Mm. So it took me quite a while to get over that uh, taboo um, stigma on it and fully give my myself permission. But my mom was always interested in it. And I have this incredible resource now of, of books of my favorite ones. And one of the, one of the ones that's my favorite um, when I was in my mum's bookshelf, uh, that book was there. Mm. And that was just confirmation to me that, yes, this is this is a part of me and this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. And so to find that book that she had already read that I didn't know about, that wasn't even <laughs> on my radar, it was just like a nod from the universe that yeah. um, astrology was going to be a big part of my journey and it has been and yeah I've learned so much about myself yeah through through astrology using it as a really like a self-mastery tool absolutely and sharing that gift with others and I know I've even learned so much about myself from what you have taught me about my natal chart and my stars and what the planets have in store for me um, it's really exciting, but yeah, absolutely. Again, so empowering and that sense of self-mastery I love. Yeah. Totally. So we're definitely going to dive into to some of that on our I on hope these, so. <laughs> on <these topics. laughs> it's such a fascinating topic um, hearing Tara talk about it. So I'm excited for you guys to get to hear Tara talk about it because it is life-changing and game-changing and she's so passionate about it, which is awesome. Yes, and I call Emily the skin witch that's not an official title but we could probably make it because that is not in Lisa's book no it's not in Lisa's book (laughs) but yeah same with you learning all about the different herbs and I I feel really fortunate that I have you as like my my skin witch because (laughs) (laughs) yeah that just is yeah really lucky that I'll have amazing skin. Thanks to you. (laughs) Yep. And my stars are looking good. I've got so much clarity around them. Yes. Thanks to you. (laughs) Speaking of, Tara, what's your sign? (laughs) So, I feel like that's such a standard old pickup line. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, So, in Vedic, my sun sign is Sagittarius, rising sign is Virgo, and my moon sign is Virgo as well. And if we look in the Western, the only difference in that is my moon sign is Libra. And can you remind everyone what the actual difference is between Vedic and Western and why there is that slight difference? Yeah, so Vedic astrology is also known as Jyotish and it is a, the most ancient modality of astrology and this is the the system that western so the tropical system was based from so unfortunately uh what happened is in about 2000 years ago this other system so the western tropical system was Mm -hmm. created from the vedic system and they were exactly the same they were synced up Mm -hmm. um but 
what happened is Vedic astrology works with the fixed stars, whereas the tropical Western astrology, it really works with the equinoxes. And what's happened over time is with the Earth's tilt and this what we call precession, uh, it's no longer um, matched up to the fixed stars. Mm. So hopefully this isn't too technical, but what that means essentially is, (laughs) well, this means essentially that there's a 24 degree difference between the two systems now. Mm. So in the Western system, what is above us isn't actually there uh, because it's just an energetic imprint, whereas the Vedic astrology is actually referencing to the astronomy, which is the fixed stars. So the the main difference is the 24 degree difference. So that can put your your signs uh, a sign behind. So mm. I really encourage you to look into the Vedic system. I find it really resonates mm. uh, with um, yeah with me with my clients. And there's 30 degrees in each of the zodiac signs. So 24 degree difference yeah, is wow. nearly like a whole whole sign. Yeah, and with my signs, I can definitely see that. I'm a Western Aquarius moon, but in Vedic, I'm a Capricorn moon, uh, sorry, Capricorn sun, yes. which I relate to, I think, a lot more. Yeah, I can so see this with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same with my rising sign. So in Western, I'm Aries, but then I'm Pisces in Vedic. Yeah. Yeah. So, the di- yeah, there's different, yeah, really yeah. Di- differences there. Whole sign. Out. Yeah. Yeah. But then my moon, my Scorpio, is the same in both. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And we also are really into our human design and that's getting really popular now. Yes. But, again, with Tara being a bit of a trendsetter groundbreaker, I remember going out for dinner with you once and you being like, Emily, I've got to tell you about this new thing that I've been reading about and looking into and I'm like okay here we go again bring it on what's it this time so excited because Tara always had always always has these new things to tell me about and she's going Emily you have to find out about human design and it actually took me I think I was quite resistant at the beginning it's taken me a little while yeah but now I'm pretty into it I remember that that dinner so well because I realised I might have sounded a bit like an out there, a bit crazy. <laughs> a witch? <laughs> yeah, a witch, a witch, but I knew that it was it was safe. <laughs> yes, I, I gave you a safe space. Yes. <laughs> and why I was so excited for Emily, for those of you that know about human design, Emily is actually a, re- a reflector, which is super rare. Hmm. I remember you at the dinner making me get out my phone and – look up then and there what my human design was and Tara's like Emily you are so rare you are one percent of the population and that was about all that I took out of that dinner just being like oh my god I'm so rare I'm special <laughs> yeah and like that confirmed to me like how special you were as well because I was just like yeah of course she's a reflector she's so um yeah, so special. So not that you're not special, one of the other um, designs, but... <laughs> we're all special, I guess. Yes, we're all <laughs> special, but Emily's extra special. special. <laughs> um, and I am a projector. So I think we're about, is it 23% of the population? Yeah, I think it's about 20-ish, yeah. Yeah, so... So you're also quite rare and special. 
Yeah. And so those of you that know about human design, um, the projector doesn't have their own their own energy and the same with the reflector. Mm. So, yeah, it's really the manifestors and the generators that have their energy source. Yeah. So it's interesting though every time I spend time with you and I think it makes total sense when, you know, finding out more about human design and understanding all of the different types better it makes sense that you are a projector and I seem to really get along quite well with projectors because, um, yeah, from, you know, when you're really working and living by your design type, it makes so much sense. And I actually get so much energy from you. Yeah. Same, same with you. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting because I think we're talking about things that we're excited about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then reflecting it back. Yeah. And projecting it onto one another and kind of accelerating that. Definitely. And the projector is all about being the guide and, and seeing the the future. Mm. And I feel that, especially with the astrology side, mm. that is really, you know, um, you know, it's pictured as a a bird in a tree, like looking out and seeing what is happening and what is coming up. Yeah, cool. And I feel like astrology is, is that that. Yeah cosmic guide yeah totally and a little bit similar with reflectors whereby you know they're naturally kind of meant to take what is happening in the world and shine a light on it and reflect that back to people Mm. so I guess it's kind of good that we started a podcast Tara like yeah (laughs) it's all making sense now it is it is um before we wrap up we thought we'd kind of do some quick fire questions to one another just to kind of sum us up yeah nicely for those of you who don't know us already um Tara can you describe me in one word so one word is really hard I'm gonna cheat um I would say a light being like I really think that is your energy you just have like incredible light and those um you'll get to know uh Emily is just yeah you just radiate light oh that's so lovely (laughs) I should ask you these questions more often (laughs) um and if I were to sum you up in one word I think it's uplifting I always feel when I'm around you that I want to be the best person I can be but beyond that you actually make me feel like that's possible And I feel like you kind of always give me that leg up towards doing the best that I can and being the best that I can in whatever way, shape or form that might be. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I received that. (laughs) Uh, And one thing that I love about you. This is hard to narrow down to one thing. Yeah. I... You know what? I actually love your um you are actually really grounding to me. You uh take all the you're like really blunt with me, but in a really nice <laughs> way. Like you just yeah, sometimes I can be up in the clouds and you'll just like redirect me like really <laughs> quickly. I think that's one thing like I lo- like you just yeah, you I, I don't know, you bring this like logic yeah, interesting. Yeah. I 
Yeah, I think I can see what you mean. Um, but I think I'm always doing it because I love and care about you, mm. that it just seems natural. And I'm just kind of saying the first thing that comes to mind. So it's interesting that it's very like logical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's what I need in that moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad that I'm giving you what you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that about you. Just very grounding energy, yeah. And one thing that I love about you is that you are so um, compassionate, but I think there's normal compassion and I think there's like your version of compassion because you have such an amazing ability to fully understand people and you give them the compassion that they specifically need and I always feel that from you but it's always so fascinating to watch and hear you interact with others as well and you always give 110% of your complete attention when you are talking to and listening to someone and you make them feel so held and cared for. And I think that's what true compassion really is. Yeah. And I definitely think, yeah, feel that you have that as well. Like I'm mirroring that back at you because that's how I feel. Yeah, you've just articulated it way better than <laughs> me. <laughs> um, and one thing many people don't know about you, Em, um, you know what? I, do people know that you're a tech nerd? I, I, I go to you. You'll be surprised. Emily knows so much about tech. And the other thing as well is she completes things so quickly. Like, I'm a bit of a tech nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I actually won in high school, not to brag, but two years in a row I won the IT award at my school. I did not know that. <laughs> It's not really a fact that I throw around that often, but I do love fixing a little bit of tech. Yeah, it just fascinates me that you know, yeah, so much whatever I ask you. <laughs> I, yeah, I just know you're the go-to. So and hopefully usually you I'm just like, Tara, just turn it off and then turn it back on. <laughs> and she's like, Emily, you have changed my life. <laughs> I yeah. love it. You're so easy to please when it comes to technology. <laughs> uh. Um. And one thing that not many people know about you, well, Tara, I'm really sorry to throw you under the bus here. Tara is one of the most uncoordinated people I've ever met. And I love her with my whole heart, but I once made the mistake of taking Tara to a boxing class. Now, Tara was talking about her mum before and how um, amazingly passionate she was about fitness. And Tara has always been so fit and always doing different types of exercise like I remember you even doing like parkour at one point like so cool she just does all of the things and says yes to everything and I was like perfect well I've recently gotten into boxing you've never done that before Tara I think you should come to a boxing class with me and of course then I'm partnered up with her it was a nightmare in the funniest way possible like, I thought I was bad with my left and rights, but Tara. I know, and I remember. You were just so funny. I remember I gave you the heads up. I said, look, I'm not coordinated. And Emily was like, yeah, 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 nor am I. And then she realised. Yeah. Like, just how, how bad I was. Is. Yeah. And it was actually really embarrassing. I remember the instructor, <laughs> she kind of gave up on me because she was <laughs> like, this, this girl is just not going to 
<laughs> she's just no. She's not a natural boxer. No. And I've never done that since. No, I've never dragged her back to a fitness class. Never since. been invited again. No. And there was the time that you did make me do Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. I think it was actually after the boxing class. Obviously, you took in this like pent up frustration and destroyed me, and I almost fainted doing Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. So, Jacob's Ladder is uh, a set of steps, and it's quite intense. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's right beautiful. next to Kings Park in Perth where we where we are. And yeah, Tara really pitched it to me as this amazing amazing kind of um slow paced, really beautiful with the view and next minute, yeah, I almost died. Yeah, it is <laughs> it is I remember that day well. So I, we got even there. Yeah, we got even. We've settled and the score. and now I I feel like you're more of the the fitness person between us doing your rollerblading <laughs> you're my goals but we do horse riding together yes not as often as we should and no. as often as we would like to but we do both horse ride together yeah we love it yeah so I feel like now we've kind of introduced ourselves officially so I'm excited to get really stuck into our future episodes yeah I really uh, hope that yeah, you got to know us a little bit better and we're excited to get to know you as well. So please leave us any comments. Yeah, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any topic requests or questions, um, jump on to find us at Instagram at witchesbeingwitches and we'll look forward to connecting with you. Yeah, see you next episode. Yep, see you next episode. Thanks for listening to Witches Being Witches. Remember, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is the new cool. We'll see you next episode.